don't be afraid to be different. Nobody is successful if they do the average and normal path through college or even just through life or high school. So that's the biggest thing of advice I'd give myself is to, to not be afraid to be different and don't listen to my friends. If I listen to my friends, we wouldn't be talking right now. I'd probably be going off to some desk job, making the average salary out of college, and my friends would still be my friends. So that's a big thing a lot of people get caught up in, I think, is listening to much of their friends. And they're just way too scared to make a leap or make a jump and do something out of their comfort zone. And that's what really helped her probably to be successful as young, I think, is I didn't listen to my friends. Welcome to the Edge of Excellence podcast. This show is for current and aspiring leaders that are dedicated to showing up every day in their lives with excellence. We break down the careers of those excelling so you can understand what is out there and how to rise up in every field you choose. Let's get the show on the road, shall we? Your host has spent his life promoting global entrepreneurship, helping 20-somethings find their passion and working to help others achieve excellence. CEO of CollegeWorks, Matt Stewart. Welcome to the Edge of Excellence podcast. Today on the show, we have Jack Krejci, who's only 22 years old, but in his short life, he has already made $220,000 while going to college. He's been the manager of the year, rookie district manager of the year, district manager of the year, and a million-dollar district manager at College Works Painting. He hasn't figured out what he wants to do for a living but he's got a lot of great ideas and a great definition of excellence, which includes being excellent in fun. So Jack's here today to get you out of the trap of being normal and lead you into a life of freedom. Welcome to the show today, Jack Krejci. Well, welcome, Jack, to the Edge of Excellence podcast. Thank you so, so much for making time for us today. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I appreciate you having me. I'm excited. Cool. Well, we are too. Uh, we don't always have current employees of CollegeWorks on, and when we do, they are special. And you know, I know that uh, you somehow managed to rake in $220,000 over the last three years of college uh, while you were achieving all those uh, great status plaques, manager of the year and all that. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll Thank probably, you. You know, yeah, we'll, we will have you back on again when we're talking about investing because you're probably becoming quite an expert at that. Mm-hmm. But start off today, what I want to do, as I do on all the podcasts, I'd love to get your definition of excellence, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's a hard one, but I'd have to think excellence is being different, but not only being different, but doing it well. So doing something you're, maybe your friends aren't doing or doing something that you're not supposed to be doing and excelling at whatever it is. It can be a sport. It can be a job. It can be a business. Um, it's something different and doing it well is what I think excellence is. Different and well. Why different? Mm-hmm. Why not just well? Yeah, I mean, you know, being in college still, I see a lot of people do the very typical college route. And I have a lot of friends who have 4.0s and sure, that's great. But everybody, I mean, a lot of people have that 4.0 or a lot of people, they have that part-time job. Um, is doing something different. Like you got to be good at it because if you do something different and you're bad at it, I don't think that's very excellent. 
But if you also do something that's not different and do it well, you're almost just like everybody else. So I think there's kind of a two-part two-part thing that you got to be different and you got to do that well in order to be excellent. Okay. And you also, you're sort of alluding to doing more, which I know you always have done more. Let's get back to that uh, high school and college. And I know, Jack, you are still mm-hmm. in college. Many of the guests on this show are no longer in college, but by 22 years old, you've already done more than most people have done by 52 years old. So it's very nice to have you. Let's think way, way, way back to when you were in high school. What was yeah. life like when you were in high school? Yeah, it's definitely very different. Um, it was only 20 minutes down the street from where I go to college. It was very close. But I was a very shy kid in high school. I played three sports. I worked at a grocery store. I um, was pretty good at school. But I was never one to be super outgoing, like a super hard worker. I was never somebody to have all the lights shining on me. I was an all-state baseball player, and I did play those three sports and get almost a 4.0. But I'd say it was almost like a quiet a quiet all-state, quiet 4.0. Like not everybody was just there. Like, oh, Jack is so good at what he does. And so I was pretty shy, just very focused on my three things I was doing, sports, school, work, and just took me all the way to my freshman year at UW-Madison. And yeah, I'd say that's most what I did through high school. It kind of took over my life, those three things. Wow. So introverted. You don't... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really uh, think of you as introverted and I wouldn't have thought of you as introverted when you were on the edge of excellence, let alone after you crossed over. It might surprise you to hear that as many as 80% of entrepreneurs in the world test as introverted. Can you believe that? No, that's pretty surprising. You look at me, you think, man, Matt's probably the opposite of introverted, but in many ways Mm -hmm. I'm introverted as well. Strange, huh? Yeah, I mean, you can ask my prom or homecoming dates if I was introverted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, so you're introverted, but yet you kind of come across as extroverted. So let's back in high school. Did you see yourself as introverted today? Do you see yourself as introverted? To to a certain extent, yes. You know, I think when I'm out there in high pressure situations, I'm not introvert. Like in bottom of the ninth in baseball, I was never the nervous person going up to bat. I was always... I always wanted to spotlight and mean those situations, but when it came to those high school dances or came to in the classroom or came to sit at the lunch table, I was never somebody to start the conversation or be the topic of the discussion. So yes and no. I think when the pressure was on me, I was, but when it was when the pressure and spotlight wasn't on me, I was not somebody to, to take the spotlight. Yeah. Interesting how you adapt. So bottom of the ninth, bottom of the ninth mentality. Uh, how often are you in that bottom of the ninth mentality? Well, nowadays, pretty often. Uh, back then, a few times, I mean, did a couple of walk-off hits back in the day. But I think a lot of the things I do now in work and even in school sometimes are bottom of the ninth mentality, like whether, whether it's dealing with clients or high-pressure situations or workers that are upset. Um, there's a lot of things that you just need to keep a level head and, and deal with and not get too caught up in the emotions or the stress. So I'd say actually I'm in those situations a lot these days. All right. And maybe it's, maybe it's a mentality you put yourself in. So you're in high school. Um, you're down mm-hmm. the street from uh, UW-Madison where you're a senior now. Mm-hmm. Um, you see yourself as an introvert. You're playing three sports. You've got a job. You're, you're 
you're building that great resume, preparing for your career. Um, and I know that you are a finance major. Uh, what is your career that you're looking for? Yeah, that's a good question. And I wish I knew. You know, I get asked that question probably a couple times a day, almost every day. And I'm not sure. The most common answer is I'm not sure. <laughs> Either sales, management, entrepreneurship. I'm not exactly sure. But what I do know is I don't want to be stuck to a desk all day and I don't want to be stuck to just an hourly rate. I want to be able to go out there, work hard for myself and have my commissions be um, not capped by just my, my salary. So not sure what I want to do, but I know I want to work with people and do something where I can show how hard I can work and it can pay off for me. Yeah, we have another episode of the Edge of Excellence podcast where we talk about disc testing and finding your career and your major scientifically. And one of the points we make on that is you don't have to know your career. You have to know the direction you're going in. So, you know, you got your finance major, you know, you're uh, pretty skilled in that area academically, you know, you've got the gift of gab, uh, you know, uh, the type of work environment you want to be in. How did you figure all this out? How did you find your path? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of our listeners want to know because they're looking for their path. Yeah. So it's funny you talk about being a finance major and being, being good at finance. I actually took my last finance exam about two hours ago now. So I just finished my, my first semester here. And um, so, so my path. Yeah. You know, I think it all started when I was a freshman. I was coming out of high school coming into a $10,000 or not $10,000, 10,000 student freshman class at UW-Madison. And, you know, I was really good in high school at sports. I was hard worker, I was good grades. Came to UW-Madison with 10,000 other people who were all, all state athletes, all 4.0s. So it was very intimidating for me. And I almost went into a shell my first semester. I, you know, I was working a $9 an hour job that was just part-time. Uh, I got a very average GPA. I was going out on the weekends, not really doing too much with my life. And uh, I think that's kind of where it all switched from there is the second semester. I ended up doing this internship, um, College Works Painting. Obviously, that's where I met you. And I think that's where it all took off for me was once I started the internship. All right. What did you figure out? What, what took off for you? Yeah. So before I started, I wanted to be an actuarial science major. Uh, it was, I wanted to sit at the desk. I wanted to be told what to do, make an average salary. And I thought I would be content with that coming out of college. But after I did this internship, um, it was, it kind of made me open up my eyes to the real world, what I really wanted to do with my life. And I really enjoyed being my own boss. I really loved the flexible hours of not being glued to a desk nine to five. I enjoyed talking with clients, going to their houses. I, I really just enjoyed the part that I could talk with people, I could be my own boss, and I didn't want to glue myself to a desk. So that's what I really learned. And yeah, I mean, I think that's what I really learned throughout the whole thing. Um, and where I'm today, that's where I want to go into sales or management or entrepreneurship right out of college. Are you enjoying the show thus far? We go through so many resources and links with this podcast, it's tough to keep up. I get it. That's why Matt and the rest of the team put together the Edge of Excellence Bundle. 
In it, you'll find different tools that relate to overarching themes and topics of the show. Things like disk assessment tools, time management strategies and tactics, stress and anxiety management tools, exclusive videos and episodes from this podcast that is not released anywhere else, and so much more. The best part? As a valued listener of the show, you can access the Edge of Excellence bundle 100% for free of charge. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in. To get access, all you have to do is go to www.collegeworks.com podcast and fill out the short form there for us to get the bundle over to you. Once again, it's www.collegeworks.com podcast. Now, back to the show. All right, so you're you're in a science major. You decide to shift to business. Um, mm-hmm. What I what I loved hearing, and you know, Jack, you and I have some similar background. You know, I kind of found business accidentally. I didn't even know it existed when I was in high school. What I loved is is that you had a ceiling that you had placed on yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, you said you're just going to get a regular job. Most people have a ceiling. And then the next thing you know, you've made more than that regular job while you're still going to college. I think that's fantastic. Maybe even learn more while you're going to college. So how is yeah. how is where you are now? And I know you're still in college, but you know, most people aren't racking up a hundred grand a year while they're in college. How is where you are now surprised you? And what is different than what you expected? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So I'm not surprised in the way that I I think I'd be successful. I knew I could be successful at this age just based on my work ethic, but I am very surprised in the short amount of time that I have done it. And like to the extent, like I never thought I'd meet all these people at my age or make this kind of money or just have the type of experience or even the title that I have at my age. And so I think that's what really surprises me is just the fact that only in three short years I've been as successful as a lot of people are maybe 10, 15 years into their career. And I just didn't think that was possible back then. Like I knew I could be successful, but I'm, I'm very surprised on how far work ethic can get you at such a, in such a quick time. Well, work ethic, paying attention, uh, uh, learning from your mistakes. There's a lot, lot in there that uh, helped you surprise yourself. I know you did the college works program. There's someone listening today that can't do the college works program. Maybe they're like my brother. They go to school in New Orleans and we don't have college works there. You found out that, you know, there's a possibility out there that you couldn't even dream of. And we're going to get into kind of where you're, where you're headed next in a bit. Um, but if you, if you couldn't, if, if we didn't have college works, what would you tell your 20 year old, your, well, I guess not 20 year old, what would you tell your 17 year old self um, to look out for uh, if there was no college works for that 17 year old self to kind of give you the same edge and help you break the ceiling? Yeah. So I'd say my 17 year old self, two things, I think, First off, don't settle and don't listen to your friends. When I back when I was in college works or even like I was a president of my finance club too, I forgot to mention, but my friends would, I remember I'd come home sometime late from going door to door. My friends would be laughing. I'm like, why the heck are you doing this? And like, you know, I don't really know. Like I, there's nothing I can really explain to you. I just want to be successful. And I just had that drive that like, I was almost hungry to be successful and I was afraid to be average. I think that really helped me do well. So yeah, I would just say, don't be afraid to be different. Nobody be, is successful if they do the average and normal path through college or even just through life or high school. 
so that's the biggest thing of advice I'd give myself is to, to not, to not be afraid to be different and don't listen to my friends. If I listen to my friends, we wouldn't be talking right now. I'd probably be going off to some desk job, making the average salary out of college and my friends would still be my friends. So um, that's a big thing. A lot of people get caught up in, I think is listening too much to their friends and they're just way too scared to make a leap or make a jump and do something more of their comfort zone. And that's what really helped her probably to be successful as young, I think, is I didn't listen to my friends. Well, that's what you were saying uh, in your definition of excellence. So mm -hmm. we look at your definition of excellence. We look at, you know, what would you tell yourself? What do we tell the person listening right now that is out there wanting to do something, maybe realizing their ceiling exists and they want to bust through the ceiling of just how much the, how much what their future looks like to them and you're saying hey do something different i kind of added maybe extra and be great at it that's what gets you to excellence and i hadn't thought of uh, the friends laughing at you and i remember when i was in college and you know i did the same program as you uh, they used to heckle me stewie stewie it doesn't <laughs> matter what you know it matters who you know yeah. And the harder I worked, the more I got heckled and I was doing the weird thing. So you're in the same boat. Your friends are laughing at you. You're working too hard. You're doing the weird thing. You don't have time for them. Uh, and then in addition to that, uh, you did it well. I wasn't quite as good at it as you were. You did it well. You talked about uh, integrity, too, and doing it well, doing what you say. Never do it half ass. Never settle. Um, so looking at your 17 year old self. How do you drive that home to make sure your 17 year old self hears it? Yeah. So let me back up a little bit. First off, when I say do something different, I don't mean do everything different. Like in my whole career, I've only had two jobs my whole life. Um, it's been my grocery store job for three and a half years. And then I got into college, did college works for now three, about three and a half years as well. So I don't mean I do everything. I just do two things or I guess one thing that's very different and do very well at that. And I've, I was only in one club in my college career. I just happened to move my way up and be the president of it. So I was just going out there doing everything different. I just found my one or two things that were different and was very good at those two things. So I just want to make that part clear. I'll just go out there and do everything. Um, just do some things you can, you can focus on and be good at. But back to your question about the integrity. Uh, sorry, what was your question? <laughs> so, uh, what would you do to drive it home? You know, when I was 17 years old, you know, I listened to my friends. I probably wouldn't listen to you. I wouldn't listen to myself, a 22-year-old version of me. How do you get yourself to listen? Yeah, so um, I actually have an example of that. You know, growing up through high school and college, I've had this buddy that I friends my whole life. And he's also a senior right now in college, and he's looking for jobs. You know, he did the average college, like four years, got a decent GPA, worked a part-time job. And... He hasn't found a job yet, and he's blaming it on COVID because he doesn't have a job. Nobody's hiring. And that's somebody who gets caught up in the trap of being normal. Like if, if he would have done something different, put more effort into something that not everybody else was doing, I'm sure he'd at least have job offers or more interviews. And he just decided to be average, and he decided to just do what his parents were telling him, doing what his friends were doing. And he thinks it'd just work out for him, but obviously it isn't right now. And he's blaming it on COVID. So I think just back being a 17-year-old, you have to realize that 
just do, being average is not going to get me anywhere. And if I could look at any successful person at a young age, I'm sure none of them were just completely average throughout their, their college careers. The trap of being normal. I love mm-hmm. that. And I find that as well. You can make excuses and some people have really good ones. Some people have yeah. legitimate excuses, but how many people do you know that just have, have had it way worse than you have had every roadblock you can think of and are kicking your butt? I mean, you get it done or you don't get it done. You, you got the cards you're dealt. You have to play them. I do want to ask you a question um, mm-hmm. to, to that point and being being different, um, being really good through the hard work and the integrity uh, at being different probably came across some sacrifices. And one of my favorite questions to always ask on the podcast is what sacrifices have you made that you never regret and that you would encourage (laughs) yourself to do again, or the person listening right now that is facing a sacrifice uh, that they may have to have to make to take a job? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that's a good question. And I can perfectly look back to my freshman year and think of a lot of examples of this, but the things I sacrificed, one of the biggest ones for me was going out three times a week, freshman year, first semester, you could see me at the bars pretty much every day that first semester and playing video games. You know, I play a lot of video games back in the day, but it's not important to me anymore. Watching Netflix, just a lot of the college pastimes, I used to be doing all of them. Like I played a lot of Madden back in the day and I still go out there and drink. I just don't evolve my life around it anymore. So I've sacrificed a lot of the little things that I used to find a lot of enjoyment in. But to be honest with you, I find a lot more enjoyment in working hard and being successful than those little pastimes that I had to give up. I think that's great. You still can enjoy an adult beverage, but you don't have your life revolving around it. That's Mm -hmm. fantastic. My wife would love to hear that. As you know, my wife does not drink at all. And mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic that you've used your college years to figure out how to get ahead instead of just having fun all the time. But I, I want to ask your life kind of sounds miserable up till now, sports and job and introverted and working and doing crazy things and being laughed at. Uh, have you had fun while you're in college? Um, is it all been work and no play? Oh, no. It's yeah, I've had a lot of fun through college. I go on a lot of trips, probably four or five each year. I have a lot of friends I've met through college works, just through college. I still hang out with a lot. And to be honest, I think it's more fun than before I did college works because, again, first off, being successful is fun, but I've given myself a lot of opportunities for fun because of the people I've met and just the people I've been around the past four years. So, um, I mean, I don't know if you've heard of this, like the people that you hang out with that are also hard workers, they usually have more fun. <laughs> like I can relate to them more. I can, and we can joke about whatever we need to joke about, but those people that also work hard with me and people that also get out of their comfort zone, do something different, do well at it. Those are the people that I like hanging out with. And we definitely have a lot of fun. It's not, it's not all work. It's a lot of play as well. Yeah. You're efficient with your time. And I like to mm-hmm. watch Netflix too. I like to watch the the news cycle. I like to uh, lay around in the backyard sometimes. Uh, and I give myself time to do that. I like to hang out with my family. I like to hang out with my friends. And I give myself time to do that. And I give myself time almost every day to do that. 
uh, but I'll also work hard. So, and I find that maybe I have, and I think you're saying the same thing. You seem to maybe have more fun than most people because you value your time more. Yeah, I'd say so. And I actually have a friend that plays on the Badger football team, UB Madison, and he was my best friend growing up. And a couple of weeks ago, he Snapchatted me. I don't know if you have a Snapchat, but but the hip days are or hip kids are doing these days. <laughs> um, but he Snapchatted me and he's like, hey, you're always traveling. Like, do you even go to school? And I thought that was pretty cool because obviously I'm still in school and my grades are fine and everything. But I'm doing a lot more because I'm, I'm good at using my time and doing what I want to do. And I'm not just wasting my time or, or watching Netflix every day. So, so yeah. You're, ex you're excellent good. in school. You're excellent at work. You're excellent at having fun. You're doing the different things. And uh, I think you're experiencing freedom. Mm -hmm. Part of the outcome maybe of your excellence is freedom. Well, Jack, yeah. I, I really appreciate you making time to talk to us today. Uh, I think you've had some wonderful points and uh, great insight. Really look forward to seeing you uh, in, in the near future. I know we're gonna meet each other very soon in Arizona. Uh, mm -hmm. You are on the edge of excellence and falling over every single day. Thank you very much. Thank you, Matt. Really appreciate you having me. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the Edge of Excellence podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this exact episode with them. This show exists to showcase what is possible when young leaders are willing to step out of their comfort zone and choose to excel in their lives. To learn more about our internship for young and ambitious students, www.oneinternship.com slash podcast to see if it's something that makes sense for you. Once again, it is www.oneinternship.com slash podcast. Let this be a reminder for you to live on the edge of excellence in your business and life. See you next time.